0: Flashback 64 is the podcast where Gooey, McKenna, and friends flashback to the 90s and early 2000s with a look at the Nintendo 64's catalog. Starting with the console's launch titles and proceeding in release order, they discuss each game and the contemporary cultural and historical context. We discuss games such as Super Mario 64, GoldenEye, Ocarina of Time, and many more iconic titles, along with the lesser-known games. Follow us on Twitter at Flashback64Pod and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts.
1: omega metro podcast from omegametro.com my name is andy spateri joined by dakota Lasky, duminal crossing Dak, how you doing today my friend
2: i'm doing good it is another beautiful monday i had to look up my calendar because i feel like i've been forgetting the days lately um yeah no pretty good i went to the jets game last week which is why i wasn't here Dude, last week what and they game. won Great game, and then they lost this past weekend, which I don't want to talk about. But the great first game, except Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, hate to see it. Um, been playing some more Armored Core, uh, Starfields working a little better for me, which has been great. So I've been enjoying that. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty good, pretty chill. Just you know, summer's kind of yeah. wrapping up, and don't have too much uh, plans, so kind of just hanging around and you know whatnot, gaming and, and all that. But yeah, doing good, man. Doom, are are
1: you like a are you a football guy?
0: Really? Not really. Like I'll, I'll occasionally like watch it if it's if it's on. You know, like if I'm in the break room okay. and I see it, I think it's entertaining, but I don't really follow it super closely until like maybe playoffs to the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about the uh, game that Dak went to, and I was like, oh man, Dak's yeah. probably having the time of his life right now. Well, I at mean, <laughs> like he's having a real
1: game.
2: It was it was it was it was pretty down in the dumps until the fourth quarter. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, yeah. But the comebacks are the best ones, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but are well, you gonna be able about... to do
1: that like weekly? You know, like... no,
2: no. Well, that's the thing is that whenever the Jets win, it's like a Super Bowl. You know, that that game I think was like one of the most. It was like more packed than when they hosted the Super Bowl recently. So like wow. it was like it was a it was a big deal, and then Aaron Rodgers got her on the fourth possession, but. You know, that's that's classic Jets, exactly what I expected. You know, a lot of expectations <laughs> and then fumbling almost immediately. And, yeah, so they got destroyed this past week. I, I, I became a, I grew up a Giants fan, just not to aside too much, but I grew up a Giants fan. good friend of mine that uh, when I moved to Jersey, he's like, I have season tickets, my dad doesn't go anymore. So now I'm a Jets fan. Now I go to all the home games, not all of them, but a good amount of them because he has another ticket. And I gotta say, it is uh, it is painful half the time, but sometimes sometimes we get
0: a win. Well,
1: that's good.
2: Hey,
0: you know what? As as long as you're not a Cowboys fan, all the respect in the world. No. Am I right? Well, I definitely <laughs> cannot be a Cowboys fan from being from New York. No.
1: So I like I I'm not really like a big football person. Uh, you know, I I'm a I'm your stereotypical Canadian. I, I love hockey, and uh, but yeah. I, I followed like just very briefly, and I have to say, I was I was kind. Listen, not that I like would wish ill on anybody and not to to stray into any areas that, like, you know, this podcast shouldn't go into. But I was just like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that kind of serves you right after spending the last couple years, like, you know, undermining, uh, like, our our medical uh, community.
2: That's that's fair. I was separating the the person um, from the player. The players a, are great. As a desperate Jets fan. Yeah. You know, the the <laughs> only I, team I that I ever...
1: The, the only team I ever kind of rooted for is because... And they were like the biggest heel NFL team was the Patriots, which... Uh, oh, my God. And, and yeah. I can't say I even like them. I just like that everyone else hated admit them. admit on air,
0: man. Hey, but, but like, <laughs> you couldn't waterboard that info out of me.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't care. I just... It was so funny because I have a bunch of friends that are football fans and they they all hate the Patriots. So I was just kind of like, yeah, oh, yeah, go go Tom or whatever, right? Like, no one else. about Tom. Go
2: Tom. <laughs> go Tom. Oh my god, that's a shirt right there. They might bring they might bring that guy out of retirement for uh, for New York Jets. I don't know. Uh, as, well, that was funny that we were talking about that earlier. We, like, we got to bring someone back out of retirement, Brady or or the Mannings. I mean, didn't Brady come
0: back out of? T- I don't even know anymore, but. I don't know. I he went back in, but it yeah. was pretty, sick you, you know, last how, season, right? <laughs> you know, how, like, uh, you know, like the WWE matches, you know, people will be holding like completely irrelevant out of context signs. I could totally see Andy showing up and it just says, <laughs> go Tom at one of those events. I, I need, I need Andy to make this happen right now. I if,
1: if AEW comes to Calgary, I will hold up a, uh, a Go Tom Brady signed, and I'll tell you guys where I'm sitting.
0: No, um, no, it can't they, say Tom Brady. It's gotta say Go Tom. Okay. It has cast okay. a lot of context. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Toms out there, but uh Exactly. Uh, it's gotta be ambiguous.
1: Okay, well, we uh we have some stuff to dive into here today. Um, of course, as everybody probably knows, unless they were living under a rock, uh, we did indeed have that Nintendo Direct last uh this Last week, yeah, I, I was gonna say I think Doom, you and I kind of summoned it into existence. Not that it was a uh, you know a, a hard guess or by any means, but but uh, you know we were talking and saying like hopefully <laughs> next week we can react to this Nintendo Direct, and um, and I want to talk about a few things before we actually get into the direct. But uh, I I have to say that this direct was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I feel more confident than ever. Than what I in what I said last week about the switch 2. your response to that.
0: Um, I so I still don't agree with you, but at the same time, it was exactly what I expected. I don't really have I, I think I think we both just have very different scenarios in our head. But I also I don't I don't think the direct either supports or goes against either of our scenarios, really.
1: Okay, so so Dak, I want to I want to get your opinion, but I want to give you some context to to what we were talking about, and, and you, yeah. you may have already pieced this together in the Discord over the last couple of weeks, but um, so so Doom and I were talking about the the rumored Switch Two specs last week, and then we were saying, mm-hmm. you know, wh- when is this going to be officially revealed to the world, and and I said too. the Switch Two, yes, yeah, okay. So I said this this is what I think is going to happen. I think that sometime before the end of this year, the end of twenty twenty three. Nintendo mm-hmm. is going to have let's call it like I don't know maybe a 10 minute video where they are just like this is the switch to this is its name this is its gimmick this is what it is I don't necessarily think that they have to say when it's coming out I don't necessarily think they even need to say how much it's going to cost but I think that they're going to un- unveil it and then say like look forward to more information in 2024 and um, and I think that that's coming. And I my my reason okay. for this is like you know look at the games that we got for the Switch. Like we're we're on life support right now. And I was like you know if we get a direct, and we get a bunch of really cool first party games, like new games, and it's not a bunch of ports, it's not a bunch of DLC. Maybe I'm wrong, but man, I I feel good about this. I feel really good about this. What do you what do you think about that?
2: I mean. Look, man, you've been you've been dragging me kicking and screaming into this into this conversation. I almost make you feel as a like stance. a tiebreaker here. Yeah, to take a stance on whose team I'm on. I think okay, and what and what uh, Doom? You think that we're not going to hear about
0: it till till next year? Is that, that is that my? I'm I'm thinking like March is is a good time to hear about the Switch yeah. too. So here's my thing. I think you're both right.
2: I think it, everyone can agree that the Switch is on its last legs. I also agree with Doom that we're not seeing it till next year. I don't think they're connected. Like the Switch is on the last its last legs, and Nintendo is also going to reveal it when they're ready. Realistically, we're not seeing this console um, available to the public until next holiday. So realistically, why do they need to reveal it a year ahead? Like, really, like, why do they need to reveal it a year ahead of the earliest it would be on? I'm going to switch it back to you, Andy. Why would they need to reveal it a year ahead of when it would most likely the earliest it would be released? I'm glad that you asked that
1: because I think it's coming out
2: before holiday. OK, I think
1: I think that uh, now if they don't reveal it this year, clearly this isn't going to happen.
2: But, but and, as of it, right now, you think it's going to be revealed before holiday of twenty twenty four, or I'm sorry, I, I think I'm it's going to be available um, to on buy. sale, on sale. Yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I
1: could, I could see, I could see this, this switch to whatever it is being available in in May. I really could in May. In May, in I really, May. I could really see that. But, but I mean, like you watch this direct, and it's like, what's coming after May? Like I I don't think so. And by the way, it's not like. I'm sure that they're going to keep on releasing Switch games for the Switch after the Switch 2 comes out. But, like, I, I think mm-hmm. that that's, like, I don't think that's as impossible as everyone is, is saying well, to me. And maybe that's, that's wide-eyed optimism. But, man, I'm telling you, I, I think that, like, there is a there is a chance and, and maybe not uh, not a bad chance that, like, this is going to be available sooner than people think. I really think that.
2: I mean on one hand I have thought I after watching this direct and they're like yeah Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming out next summer I was like there's no way the Switch 2 comes out before that. But on the other hand I don't necessarily disagree that yeah they'll keep making Switch games after the Switch 2 is out so it's not unreasonable to think that the unreasonable to think that the Switch 2 would release and then Luigi's Mansion 2 whatever comes out yeah. on the Switch and then most likely is available for the Switch 2 you know by backwards compatibility. So again I don't necessarily think either one is is necessarily indicative of the other. I think they're kind of unrelated. But after watching that direct, at least the like the vibes, the vibes I was getting from Nintendo is it, the, they're not they're ignoring the fact that the Switch is on life support. They're still putting out games as far as they're concerned. I mean there's still a good amount of they might not be like killer apps um depending on who you talk to but there's still a good amount of game it's still a good amount of mario
0: games very minimum coming out yeah until it's next thing, like like i i definitely agree the switch is on its last legs i think the term life support might be a, a tad hyperbolic i think like when i think of life support i think of like barren wasteland there's like nothing coming yeah, out except for, the for like switch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like there's, you know, like obviously, yeah, it's like ports, remakes, and like spin-offs for the for the most part. It's at the tail end of, of its like, lifespan, which I, I think. But these ports and remakes are of, you know, quality games that generally people hold in high regard. So they're still like, gonna sell. I, and, and I'm like, not they're saying still, they're not yeah.
1: yeah, I'm not saying they're not, and I'm not saying they're not gonna sell either. But I'm I'm saying like like clearly the big guns are are being held
0: back. Yeah.
2: But like but mm. like I feel like at this point we're like we're talking in circles, like the 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 these are the the you know the end of the life cycle like the switch 2 could come out this time or at this cuz like there's nothing in the news cycle right now that's telling me like that's indicating anything to me like switch games could like you said any could keep coming out after the switch 2 releases the switch 2 could get announced 6 months before it's you know put out in 2024 holiday or it's revealed this time of year in a month or two and it comes out in the summer like there's there's so little information, <laughs> which is why I've been trying to like, I'm like, I'm so done with this conversation. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't know. I think you, I think you both have good points personally, just based on like the timetable. I don't see why they wouldn't release. I mean, when did the switch come out in like April or something of switch, that year?
1: Switch came out March, March the third.
2: Yeah. So like 17, I just went like, I don't see them releasing a console in the summer, like how they make sense. Spring, spring, Kind is holiday-ish, but like, there's no real big holiday that like you get like buying electronics around in the summer that they would kind of tentpole like hitch that to, you know. So like, I don't see what the benefit of doing that would be. Then again, I don't know. Everyone schools out, works out. Like everyone this, will be playing it. Like it could happen anytime. any this time. Is my man. crackpot theory. <laughs> this um, direct did not give me any additional like, oh, this is going to happen. Like this direct answered no questions for me.
1: I I, I really think that this direct did say to, to everybody like. You know, this is the last this is the last thing. This is the last that we could squeeze out of the Switch. And then like we gotta roll out our big guns. And and I think maybe I mean maybe this, who knows. I'm just making this up off the top of my head. Maybe it comes out in the summer or late spring, just so that, you know, there is a chance for inventory to catch up to the demand by by some, by uh holiday, rather. So so I have no idea, but um I, I, I feel good about that we're gonna see this, I think, sooner than a lot of people think, which probably means that we're going to be playing Metroid prime four sooner than maybe a lot of people think
2: that is that is that's see, that's why you think it's coming out earlier. So as you want to play prime four earlier when I do no not, not necessarily.
1: I and I don't necessarily think it's going to launch. I see it on Switch your face too either. Um, and we're going to talk about this actually in, okay. uh, in a couple weeks. Um, But I do, I do think like, yeah, I, I think it maybe isn't like as, as far away As some people are hypothesizing,
0: I wouldn't even necessarily call it far away. Because if you think about it, like in in terms of like reveal and release timing, we're talking about like a few months difference, like maybe six, seven months at most. Which, at Mm. least to me, that's not very far away. But I don't know. That's just my my also as a now thirty year
2: old man, a year is not a lot of time. Yeah, that's that's that man. That's nothing. I can I can a year back in the day was agonizing. You know,
1: you should know better than anyone now that you're 30. Like every year could be your last. Your back starts to hurt. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, your ankles wait, get oh,
2: no, 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 that I don't. That I don't agree yeah, we're, with. I, <laughs> we're I feel doing fine. existentialism today. I feel fine, <laughs> but I just like the t- time in that. It's like okay, it's whatever. It's I
0: like, just turned 30 a couple weeks ago. We're not doing
2: 56 this. 56 <laughs> weeks, no big deal. Um, but like or 52, whatever it is. But um, yeah, I think it's like on one hand, I definitely see what you're saying. Any on the other hand, it's like knowing Nintendo. They could have another direct in February that announces a bunch of new games we've never heard of for the True. Switch for the rest yep. of the year. Like I now actually, I take back what I just said. There is one answer to me that maybe one question to me that was maybe answered by this direct which has to do with Metroid, which is I now feel like if we're going to see a Prime Two or Prime Three, it's going to happen around the same time Metroid Prime Remastered came out last year this coming year. So, like, if we're going to see them, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we see another Shadow drop this February, and they drop Metroid Prime 2 remaster, they drop Metroid Prime 2 and 3 HD or whatever it is. Like, now that, to me, now sounds like a pretty likely thing, and I could definitely see them this February dropping Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime 2, or Metroid Prime 2 and 3, or Metroid Prime 2, whatever it is, and announcing a couple new games that come out in May or June or July, whatever, and that carries us until this time of year next year. Like, that's kind of Nintendo's thing, is they're especially lately like they're not going to talk about something until it's only kind of it's like just over the horizon so unless uh, yeah, the console I, I, really you're... is coming out this this summer but i just still seems very soon to me
1: uh, you're not wrong and this, my theory could be completely wrong i just i get the vibe that like there's there's not much left in the tank and, and clearly there isn't but maybe they are holding some other stuff uh close to the chest but um, yeah, I and, and you know I I do who knows think, man F
2: 99, like they could pump out a new F Zero game in six months. Who knows? I want to talk about that, which I'm is real. Oh, we're that. absolutely talking about yes. that. <laughs> oh man, um, I did not realize what I just started. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh,
1: so so yeah, like I I think that uh, going back to this direct and, and let's talk about Metroid Prime two and three because I think a lot of people um you know were I think I think people had reason to be. Uh, what's a, what's the what's a level below optimistic like i don't think optimistic that they would be announced but i i think like it wasn't impossible that this these games could have shown up at this direct and uh i don't think it's not impossible Im-
0: yeah yeah like like a coin flip that's the term i used uh during the predictions episode
1: you know i i don't know if i'd even say a coin but like not improbable right like not like it, it wouldn't have been it would have been a complete shock if, if they showed up um and, and we didn't get them, obviously. And I, you know, that that is, yeah. I mean, I wasn't like necessarily like really expecting them, but I, I, I think that there was enough of a chance where I, I was still a little bit let down because I was like, ah, oh, bummer. Like, you know, I, I do wish that these games were were coming out. I, I think it's clear at this point that if they come out, they're probably not getting the same level of remaster that Metroid Prime got, which is probably oh, yeah. fine. Um,
2: hmm. Which is probably. I'm fine. not. I'm not entirely convinced by that actually, just just yet, but. Okay, that's that's all I have to say. I just like, I hey, we, we don't really know. I mean, I feel like Metro Prime remastered. Like, how much more work would it have been to do the same thing for two and three? I don't I, really know. Don't I'm know. not a game developer, but well, like, it, I don't
0: know. I feel well, with like Prime Metro... remastered, with Prime remastered, they completely remodeled every aspect of that game. That is, that took no. a lot of work to get that game in the I'm state not, it I'm is. I'm not saying it's not an, a a hard or a lot of amount of work. I'm
2: saying like, it's not like they're building a whole game from the ground up, like. Pre-production wise, like, Hmm. you know, I don't know how long it took them to like start from start to finish a Metro primary master, but I'm figuring, I mean, I'm not anticipating they started what in 2017, 2018, like maybe they did at some point halfway through Metro primary master be like, Hey, maybe it's a good idea to do this for two and three. I'm not entirely convinced though. I mean, I feel like Metro primary master was received uh, pretty well. Very so cool. maybe that could have changed things. I, I for what it was, it sold pretty well. It it was received very well. It was one of Nintendo's highest scoring games of the year, which isn't saying too much. But it was
0: also one of the highest scoring games of the year for a while. Period. And I feel like well, that, I that don't, could change things. I think. Well, here is the thing. I think if Prime Two and Three does come out relatively soon, like we're expecting, to kind of pave the runway for Prime Four. I don't think the. I don't think like you know, the critical or the sales reception of Prime yeah, 1 would not. really make that much of a difference. Because at that point, you're basically like, okay, we got a year time to do all of these updates. And, like, you're just not going to be able to do that in a year's time. That's just not realistic at all. Yeah. That, Unless that was, Metro Prime 4 is farther, farther away than we anticipate.
2: <laughs>
1: True. but it, So I, I was kind of saying, like, if I'm going by my theory that I, I mean, I'm going to stick to my guns and think that the Switch 2 might be coming out earlier than a lot of us think... And I think it's I think it's appropriate to assume that Metroid Prime four launches within the first six months of that console's lifespan. You've really only got like a year to get two and three out, and I I think it's less likely that there's two and then three rather than just like both of them are like, boom, here you go. You can you can play them and get ready for if
2: they even exist at
1: all, if they even exist at all. <laughs> yeah.
2: Even if they even exist at all. I think Metroid Prime Remastered is almost like given us this is like, oh, well, they did this. Obviously, they're bringing Prime 2 and they're not obvious. nothing is obvious about it, to be honest.
1: I hope they exist because I'm, I'm playing Metroid Prime 3 Corruption right now, which, by the way, is this has got to be like one of the most slept on Metroid games. This game is awesome. God, it's awesome.
2: How many times I feel like I say this all the time on the show. You do. I'm I but Discord. like <laughs> this game is great. It's such a good game. Like nah, it is. Uh, but like you
1: do you, know, you just you talk to game. you talk to Metroid fans and a lot of them will be like, Yeah, the first two Prime games are so good. Corruption's pretty good, but it's like it's a man, I think that this is like one of the best Metroid games. Like it's a top five Metroid game to me. Um it's it's, it's so, so it, good. It's, it's awesome. A, it's so it's good. It's a
2: great game. It's always Anyways. it's always been in my top five You know Here's the thing about Metroid Prime three it's one of those games where I feel like maybe this might be casting an unfair judgment across many Metroid fans but it's one of those things where I feel like some Metroid fans have opinions about it but haven't actually played the game or played it a lot it's one of those games where I feel like some Metroid fans is like oh they've only played it once so mm. not really like really get to indulge in what's really great about it and that might be a completely unfair and probably is completely unfair you know judgment but i would assume most people play like metro prime one over metro prime three way more which makes, oh yeah which makes a lot of sense
1: i mean but myself like, included
2: yeah so it's kind of it always feels like to me one of those games I'm like yeah. ah, i wish if people just like maybe played it more than once or twice and they would have a different opinion of it but yeah you know i else? always thought this game is such an underrated game i love the Chrome. music
1: so, <laughs> is sweet too i'm just gonna throw that out there because a lot of people dump on that soundtrack but man i'm playing this game and like there's hmm. some killer tracks in there killer Perfect. tracks
0: so my thing on Prime Three is that when I say that it's my least favorite of the trilogy, that's not like a test. That's not like a statement on the game's quality itself. That's a testament to how ho- how high yeah. the yeah. bar is for Metroid. Like Metroid Prime Three is like a B plus or an A minus for me. Like it's a it's a killer game. It's one of the best games you can get on the Wii right now. But then for me, Prime and Echoes are like some of the best games I've ever played in my life. If that makes sense that being yep. said though it's been yep, as much fair. as i played prime three quite a bit of times it's been a while since i played that game and i definitely want to i definitely want to replay that before i do like an in-depth critique of that game again yeah i would love to like do a deep
2: dive on on corruption for sure because mm-hmm. it is a 100 percent underrated game i think it does so many good like so many things right and it's such a, like, I love to look at the Metroid Prime Trilogy as one big experience. And it's, like, it, it works so well as, like, an Act 3. It's very pure in an Act 3, as in, like, you kind of do have, not, you don't have to play the first two games, but, like, it's kind of made where, like, you should, and it built so much on that. And, it, like, the intro of the game is very clearly the the middle part or the, you know, the start of the last third of a larger story, obviously, because of trilogy. But like, they just do that so well. It doesn't feel like it's starting from zero again it I kind agree. of brings you right in at 100 in the beginning which I always loved about it.
1: I think uh, I think that we might have to bring definitive ranking back and talk about corruption soon because this game it it does it it's awesome. The point of my story was I'm playing it right now right. and I've got I've got my we my literal Wiimote, my oh. skyward sword Wiimote hooked up to my computer to via Bluetooth because I don't want to do mouse and keyboard. It's uh. impossible to get the, all the motion controls sync to like a regular controller. So, so this is what I got. And, uh, man, I, I'm just dying to play this game in like any other way, you know, that's not, doesn't involve me. So this is what I had to do in order to play this. So I have the, I have the Wiimote hooked up to my computer. I have an actual Wii beside my desk turned on and my soundbar uh, or I'm sorry, the the Wiimote sensor bar is is on top of my monitor right now, and that that's how I'm playing it. And so like, golly, man, that you know, this game if it came out it was more accessible and people could play it more, that'd be such a beautiful thing. Be such a wonderful thing for
2: that game. I agree. That's why like when I saw like uh, the Thousand Year Door remaster during the direct, I was like, yeah. finally, yep. people who have not played this game can enjoy it for what it is—the best Mario RPG one of the best games of all time. And I'm so happy that that is getting the remaster treatment for that reason because it's not an accessible game and yeah like we can say okay you can play trilogy on emulator or uh the trilogy release on the wii but like even like i mean even that is so far removed like it there's really no like clean accessible way for like a casual player to like easily jump in and try out these games which is like it's such a shame Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we're I mean, unfor- it's unfortunate that like, in some cases, you're paying full price or almost full price to play this game again. But like, at the end of the day, it is nice that to see those games kind of getting, you know, new life and <clears throat> people jumping into them for the first time. So yeah, I wish we could right. do that with Metro Prime three, because if that that kind of hindrance of like having to set it up to play it the right way is even a if further I- layer of making an issue that said just please play it on mouse and keyboard it is so much better and so much easier than the 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 the, the, the leaps and bounds that you have made physically to play the game you can just easily it. play it on mouse and keyboard can't do it won't do it no it's so much so better it-
0: uh, something else I'll add as well is that unlike, say, Skyward Sword, um, I do think that adapting the motion controls to a standard controller is significantly easier. As we discussed in my debut episode of the Omega Metroid podcast, which you should absolutely check out if you haven't already. Yes, hundred percent, deep
2: cut, which was like a hundred episodes ago, um, and, and like I think more actually. It was a long. Not, that was like time. that was a couple of years ago now. If yeah. not more, yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't know if we had anything more to say about Prime Two and Prime Three, but I had a thought. On the tip of my tongue, and then I forgot what it was. So, um,
1: well, I, I'll say this: <laughs> I, I hope. I,
2: I don't think that the chances of them coming to switch are zero.
1: I, I do think they, they might have taken a little bit of a hit. But that being said, if, um, you know, if, if we do get the switch, I mean, listen, if we get the switch to in holiday or summer, whatever, I think that's very valid. They think there's still time where they could be shadow dropped in in February, you know, say... I, I kind of think they're going to follow the Pikmin model. Like, you know, here... These games are 30 bucks each on the eShop. Go buy them. Or you can maybe wait a couple months for a physical release of both of them, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could still see that happening. Um, And maybe, you know what? I, I could even see it... I could even see it where... uh, In, you know, in my scenario here, where, like, Nintendo has, like, the little sneak reveal of... of the Switch 2 in 2023. They probably do, like, a big wham bam presentation like they did for the switch and they they probably Mm -hmm. show a bunch of games maybe they show metroid prime 4 and maybe maybe there's a chance that like these these games come to switch too and so to switch i'm not sure but um i don't know
0: yeah
2: i I think we're uh, are you go dad no i thought i thought about what i what i wanted to say but it's not related to what
0: Andy just said so go ahead okay well hold on to that thought so you don't forget it again i'm holding it (laughs) All right. Um. I, I. think. I think we're getting him. Just because. You know. Where. Uh, Where there's smoke. Sense. There's fire. Yeah. Granted, though, I am in California, so it could just be another forest fire <laughs> about to occur. But I. I, uh, I do think we're getting him. Oh, dude. Those. You, I, you
1: guys. Those are rookie numbers. We have smoke here all August. All August. <laughs>
2: Come when on, you're man. in a whose force fire is bigger yeah. competition yeah. and your competition <laughs> is Canada. Um, <laughs> the only thing I want to add here is I will say, Andy, you mentioned how you were disappointed that you didn't say Prime 2 and Prime 3 in the Direct. Um, I thought it was funny that people were disappointed they didn't see Prime 4 because I saw people tweeting yeah. about that. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> that is Prime crazy, 2 dude. and Prime 3 was definitely like, a, eh, we could see it if we don't, no big deal. Within the realm if of not, possibility. Yeah. yeah, but I want to say, knew- though, no, go ahead. No, no, go yeah. ahead.
0: I, I was just going to say, like, I knew we weren't going to see Prime 4 just because of Tokyo Game Show, and I knew that the Direct was mostly going to be focusing on, you know, more Japanese-oriented titles. That's typically what Nintendo's MO is, so there's just absolutely no Makes way sense. Prime 4 shows up. Anyways, back to you, Dak.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it was a pretty – I mean, I don't think anyone was realistically thinking Prime 4 is going to come out, but I will say that, like – while we've been in maybe not a, maybe a metroid drought isn't fair because compared to what it used to be like we've just had yeah. two metroid games come out in the past few years like that's awesome in the past two three years it's pretty awesome but i would say gaming in general has had a lot of big awesome releases recently where i've kind of i didn't feel that like ah i wish prime two and prime three came out i mean just literally in the past few weeks like baldur's gate three sea of stars starfield mm-hmm. armored core like so many big games that like have taken up my attention personally that like i didn't even kind of not like like maybe it's like blasphemous for a metroid fan to say but i was like i didn't i didn't feel like i i wish we got metroid prime 2 and 3 because like i'm up to my gills and and new games to play and and games to enjoy so it's kind of nice not nice but i was like i I didn't have that same feeling and it's kind of like now i'm like when it's ready it's ready you know like we've i feel like we've we've gone past that point where damn i'm desperate for a metroid game like when we started the show desperate needed something now i'm like we've had metroid primary remastered, we've had metroid dread like that's pretty that's pretty good like it's not bad. like i i got a bunch of i got two good recent games to go back to at any time like i'm not mm-hmm. dying for metroid anymore which is like i feel like that's not like something i could say in the longest of times and it's it's kind of nice because it's like okay i'll play metroid when when it's ready and i've got these other great games to enjoy and i have these other great metroid games that just came out like it's 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 not a bad feeling, so it wasn't that it wasn't disappointing to me. I was like, okay, it, it, when it's ready, it's ready, and I want to play when when it's ready. So that's how I took that's what I took away from it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's fair. I think like certainly we're not in like uh you know the same level of, of lack of Metroid title like we were you know when
2: we started the show. We're not in a Metroid desert right now. We're in a Metroid uh, plane. I do,
1: like, I mean, you know, I, I always want, I, 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 I feel like it's my mission to, like, get people to play Metroid, so if it's easier to play Prime 2 and 3, then great, and I can be like, hey, you know, everyone check this out. Um, But but at the same time, it's certainly, like, I didn't come away just being like, oh, I got this Direct sucks because there's no, there's no Metroid.
2: Ah. Well, did you think the Direct was good? I mean, just to well, this chase here, I feel yeah. like just to sum up our thoughts here on the Direct, like, I, personally, I it really wasn't a, I thought it was kind of like a meh, direct because it was kind of games we knew about the new games or whatever, but Thousand Year Door Remaster. Very cool. I love that. So that made it a, a memorable direct for me it's one of my favorite games. So that's it. That's all I had to say about it.
1: I, I will say... How do I put this? Um, I thought this direct stunk. Like, it, you know, just it is what it is. There was some fun mm-hmm. stuff shown for sure, but like, mm-hmm. like, like mid-card, like C-level, like B-level... B levels being generous at best, kinda of, kind of stuff. Yeah. Which you know, not every direct needs to be, you know, A plus after A plus after A plus kind of quality of game. But um yeah, like I, I thought that this direct stunk and uh it was 90% ports and DLC, which I kinda of thought it would be. And uh but but like it's also understandable why it stunk. So I I think that makes the sting a little bit less like potent you know what i mean like if this direct happened two years ago i'd be just i'd be like jesus that was one of the worst directs i've no, ever seen yeah
2: exactly because we're dying for something but now yeah. we're like, hey, we got something to fall back on I'm like yeah, hey, it's not a big deal it's just kind of mid like whatever
1: yeah and we and we know that like something is is on the horizon whether it's coming this year early next year whatever like y- you know why the direct was the way that it was but i mean like in terms of an actual direct yeah this was this was not uh this was not great you know, and, and even we'll talk about Thousand Year Door, but like even that, I was just kind of like. Beautiful, okay. though.
2: Beautiful. No, I, I'm I really happy that, that, like, I
1: was, mm, I, I'll, I'll save it till we get there, Love actually. But, uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah.
0: Um, Doing what you. Yeah, I don't. I don't- Yeah, I I I feel like I'd give it the same ranking as you, but I also wasn't as harsh on it maybe as you were. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just using different words to describe the exact same phenomenon. But basically, I went in like this is probably going to be the first time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, it's you know it's going to be this is going to be the transition direct where you know where we start to see things really wind down, and that's exactly what we got. But then amongst that winding down, I thought there were you know some neat little tidbits and goodies, and actually. (laughs) One really hype announcement where I popped off for uh, one of the third parties, but uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there.
1: I bet you I know what it is. And I'm going to... Oh, you, know, you definitely know me, what it is. Tell me if I get I'm it. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, you know no, I do <laughs> know what it is actually now. But I'm trying I, to remember what it was. All right, let's, let right well, let's get there. Let, let's go through this, Director. Okay. Um, and we can spend as much or as little time on some of these as, as we want. Uh, so it starts off with, uh, with some DLC, and it starts off with, uh, you know, a pretty cool looking batch of DLC for Splatoon 3. Um... It was, this looked fine. It, uh, it didn't quite give me like, like when I saw the trailer for the Octo expansion with the cool music, I was like, damn, this looks so like slick and cool. And I don't know that this necessarily left me feeling the same way, but, uh, you know, it looks solid. I hope that it's free on NSO one day and maybe if it is, I'll pick up Splatoon 3 and give it a show. Cause I've, I've really liked, you know, I like Splatoon 1, Splatoon 2. I just haven't got around to 3 yet. So
0: yeah. Yep, I'm in the I'm in the same boat too. I loved 1 2 not as much until the Octo expansion which just absolutely blew me away. And then Splatoon 3 just never quite grabbed me. It looks fun, but I don't see like what's the big hook that makes this so different yeah. from 2? And the DLC hasn't really added added that. So, I'm definitely going to play it eventually, but as of right now, I'm fine with skipping it. Yeah. Um
1: Okay, so so we got one DLC uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong a remake of a Game Boy Advance game and I I shouldn't disparage just because I've never played this I'm sure they're probably fun but um, I, yeah I don't know this one I was just kind of like yeah okay
2: this feels like a game where, like, they're going to sell it for full price, just being like, people are going to buy because it it's Mario. Like, they don't even know what this is. Like, whatever. And then and, like, they you don't know what? just unsuspecting people are going to buy it, thinking it's like something crazy. And it's essentially like a mobile game.
1: I, I saw I saw that they're not selling it for full price, actually. OK, all right. But okay, I, okay, I think Whoa. it's more expensive than Metro Prime Remastered.
0: Yeah, yeah it's $50. Yeah. So. Might as well be full price. Might as well be, yeah. they hairs at that point. Yeah, yeah, so here's the thing. I was actually really hyped during this announcement because like the modern Mario vs. Donkey Kong games are like these mobile puzzle pl- these like kind of mobile puzzle games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the original Mario vs. Donkey Kong for the GBA is actually awesome. It's kind of a it's a spiritual successor to a Game Boy game called Donkey Kong, but most people colloquially refer to it as Donkey Kong 94, and it basically, it starts off playing, it plays like how the original arcade Donkey Kong would play, but then after that, there's like tons of bonus levels that happen where you're, where it like uses the mechanics to like do all of these cool puzzles and stuff. And it's like it's a really different take on Mario, but it still has those platforming elements. And uh, the GBA version is basically like a spiritual successor to that. It's so much fun. And so I was really excited that they were finally going back to that formula with the remake uh, developed by NST, too, who hasn't done anything in like almost a decade now. So I'm happy to see that they're putting out content again. And then they announced that price point at $50. And I was like, man, I was I'm still gonna buy this, but I'm, I'm waiting for a sale. I can't do day one yeah, for this. Yeah, no,
2: that's. I mean, look, my first Mario versus DK game, and really the only one I really ever played was March of the Minis, which was on the DS. And I thought that game was really cool. It really made good use of like the dual screens to so, like you know you do a puzzle down here, it affects something up here. You go up here, it affects a puzzle down here. Blah, blah blah. Really cool game when I was uh, 13 years old <laughs> playing it on the DS. And my parents bought it for what I remember I'm pretty sure it was either thirty or 35 dollars I just can't like bring myself to be like ah, I'm gonna pick up this I game agree. which is not even a remake of the one that I really grew up on and is better in my opinion but I've never played the first one so I can't say that so I just a completely baseless opinion and pay more money for it so like eh, it looks cool looks funny looks haha I love it but um and I like Mario vs. DK but uh did not I, it, I wasn't like oh
1: This this would have hit way more for me if if they were like, hey, Mario versus DK is coming to NSO. I'd have been like, sweet. I've never played this game. I want to try it out because it kind of it looks interesting to me. And I've never played a Mario versus Donkey Kong, but yeah, like it it doesn't. March of the Minis is a dope game. Yeah, like they'd look fun. Cool. Um, this doesn't look so great though that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay full price for this. Like, no way. Uh, so but you know, for for those that are into it, uh, cool. Uh, you know, I, I think this might have been the the coolest game of the direct. Actually, the one that came next, and and it was already announced. But uh, it's the Metroidvania Prince of Persia game. This looks sick. Mm. This looks awesome, and it's coming out in January. And I definitely want to do an
0: inspired by Metroid on it. it, it this game looks wicked. They, this look, this looks so cool. This game, this game looks absolutely sick, and it's really cool because so it's multi-platform, but it was primarily designed for the Switch. Like that was the primary platform, so it still looks really good here. You know, you're getting a nice 60 FPS, so it looks buttery smooth running in action. Um, you know, the combat, the exploration looks like so much fun. I want to wait for reviews first, but like, man, I'm actually really excited for this one.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think it's going to be cool. I, it looks really great. I, it would have to like bomb hard, I think, for reviews to to turn me away from this game. Um, so, yeah, that looks great. Uh, let's yeah. let's keep it's, on
0: going. I, I want to add it's from the uh, it's from the same team that does the uh, the Rayman games at Ubisoft. So I'm pretty optimistic that it's going to be quality. That yeah. I did not know, because I
2: am a big fan of Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends, two very good games. Mm-hmm. So this this was like, yeah, look, I mean, it looks great, but it, it wasn't something I'm like, I, again, got to play this. I'm like, oh, looks like a really cool 2D action platformer. I'm sure it'll play like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I didn't really see anything where I was like, it was like breaking any molds, but not every game has to do that. I think it looks like fun. I, I just I think it. Prince of Persia
1: needs like a good, solid game. Like, something that like doesn't need Prince to... Like, 3D Prince of Persia. Yeah, like, I, I think that those you know? games were fine. Um, but, like, I feel like they kind of lost their way very quickly. I think Prince of Persia just needs, like, a good game. And, and it doesn't have to reinvent the wheel, it just has to be good. And then they can make a sequel, and then maybe that one does a little bit more experimental stuff. And that, you know, kind of go from there. Um, So, yeah, that, that's going to be cool. Uh, okay, Mario RPG was shown. You got a couple new finishing moves for uh, looks cool. Yeah, looks cool. I don't know if I'm still dope. sold on this game, to be honest. Again, because I it's a remake, and I don't want to pay full price.
2: I well, just... well, it's not. I don't think it's gonna be. Did they did they say it was gonna be full price, or was that?
1: I, I think so. Maybe they. I would,
2: okay, I, I'm pretty sure it's full price. Yeah, yeah. is it? That's after Metroid uh, Prime
1: uh, Remaster came out. That just changed. I'm saying, really, if I'm, you
2: like, do a remaster or remake, I mean, I guess, I mean, because it, it is. I mean, it's. They're not calling it Super RPG remake. It is really it is a remaster. It's not a remake. So like so like I am kind of surprised that um it isn't just $40. So I don't know, but uh,
1: it's because it's Mario and Mario's
2: Well, yes, you know, the that's, big that's cheese the, right that, now after that, that, that movie. The answer. You're right. Yeah. That's the answer. I think for me it was more like um retroactive when I saw 1000 Year Door, I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Though I'll yeah. probably end up getting both. <laughs> Super Mario RPG is not a game that I played even nearly as much as the thousand year door. It just feels like it's going to be one of those games where mm. like I play it and I'm like, ah, eh, it still feels kind of dated. No disrespect yeah. to the game, but it is an early Super Mario RPG. It is a nineties JRPG. It, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of the later paper Mario games. So I'm going to, I haven't played in a long time. I have played it. But uh, I'm, I probably will still dive in because it looks like a nice, fun RPG experience on the go. And and it's a great game. Yeah. Um, but once I saw Thousand Year Door, I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick one or the other, thankfully I don't. But if I did, it would be Thousand Year Door. But yeah, right. Super RPG still looks cool. Still looks like a lot of fun.
1: It, it's my favorite Mario RPG, but, but Thousand Year Door would be really close behind it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There, there's something charming about the original NES version that I, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's not that same charm isn't there in this remake. And, and I don't know why for mm. me, um, I can't explain it, but yeah, that, that looks the, the, cool. The,
2: the corporate gloss has honestly, yeah, painted like, over. Yeah. Liberally. Um,
1: so this next game, oh God, I can't even remember what it's called. You guys might have to help me out, but I remember you,
2: I've had written it down. Didn't you write your look? I well, see you looking down at a list. What do you mean? You don't know what the name is <laughs>
1: because I wrote down like, Oh my God, the girl from smash that I see her trophy all the time. Oh, her, name is, um, her name is trace. But the game um, is called Another... Another Memory? Another, another, memory or another origin, Voice or something? Another... I did the same thing on the Zelda cast. So I did not know the name of this game, and you think I would have got it together.
2: Switch. Another... Anyways,
1: I think this looks... Memory. This looks fine. It's a remake. Another code. Another, another code. code. Thank you. There we go. Another code. Looks neat, but yeah, that- uh, not something I'm, I'm, you know, busting my wallet
0: out to go and pick up. But looks cool. I... This game yeah. is definitely not for me at all. I, I'll tell you that right off the bat. <laughs> what? No.
1: I, I feel this, like it's kind of like a cool, like mystery visual novel game, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This is this is a game that
2: I it's it's a classic like game you read about in Nintendo Power, but never play unless you like got it from like GameStop for ten dollars or was like on mm. GameFly or something. Like yeah. this, this, this I I want to even say like the original, not the original, but one of them on the DS. I remember reading about a Nintendo Power, and you're like you'd read about it, I'm like oh that's interesting it was like um what was the trauma center games yeah another game series that like i never like played but i would always read about them in nintendo power and then eventually i did get one of the games from gamefly i was like oh this is dope so i wonder if that's this is a game like that where like it's actually low-key fire but we have so many pre yeah i I bet you it's preconceived notions about it because of what it looks like um it's probably a fire game
1: i just like (laughs) Again, like if this was releasing for like twenty bucks on the eShop, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm gonna put that on my wish list. And like if it goes on sale, I'm gonna pick it up. But I don't think it's going that way. But I, you're right. Like I, I was like, I know this face. I've seen this face for like yeah. the last however many years in, in Smash. Uh so that was something. Um Okay, so there are three laws in the universe. Uh there's gonna be death, there's gonna be taxes. And when Nintendo needs a game to fill out a quiet period, there's going to be Kirby. And I would have bet anything that we're seeing Kirby at this Nintendo Direct. But actually, this pink, this pink bastard didn't show up. But in his place was was a a pretty much a Kirby game, but looks much better. And that is Princess Peach Showtime, which actually looks like.
2: How it's, does that look like a Kirby game to you at all?
1: Because <laughs> she she changes it to, like Kung Fu Peach, Detective oh, 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 Peach, okay. yeah, Boxer yeah, okay, Peach, like
2: like she it transforms. looks it looks Kirby enough. Yeah,
1: yes. I, you know this game looks charming. It looks cute. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna get it. I don't think, but uh, I still
2: don't get what the gameplay is. Like, what am yeah, I? Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it, is it a turn based RPG? Is it like a like a an yeah, action? I, I think RPG it's like
1: a Kirby like, game where there's like little enemies or whatever, and you just kind of go over and and hit him or something like i I think that's what it is like an action
2: action game like action adventure game i couldn't i couldn't tell i still can't tell from what i'm looking i'm like is it a game where i'm freely moving around all the time and i don't know um i kind of like the vibes i I, I like the theater yeah aesthetic and theme of of it it's cool and that makes sense with all her costumes she's changing into all her different roles it's cool
1: this could very well be the last big original switch game too that's not a port
0: we'll see yeah, there's a lot of people online that are like, "Oh my god, this game looks amazing! This game looks incredible! It looks fine. Yeah. It looks fine. I like the art direction. Yeah. No, I think the costumes. Like I think the costumes are really cute. But like, I'm probably not, I'm probably not going to get it unless it like reviews so. exceptionally well, like well, a yeah. little higher than I'm anticipating. Then I'll probably check it out. But otherwise, not really I, on my I radar. I like that they're you know digging into like, okay, they you know they're really giving more Luigi
2: time to Luigi now. Peach has her. I mean, I know Peach had Super Princess Peach way back in the day, but like. It kind of feels like now Peach is spreading her ring, wings a little, little bit outside. Under outside from Mario's very short shadow. Yes,
1: you you can tell, oh. man, that this Mario movie made a lot of money this last year. Oh
2: yeah, they're um, like, oh, this Mario thing is a uh, is yeah. a money maker. Yeah, we should like we should guy. make more of that. They like this guy. <laughs>
1: uh, Mario's okay. kind
0: of popular. Who knew?
1: All right, so we got He's some popular. RPG called Saga Emerald Beyond. Assuming nobody has any big thoughts on that saga
2: emerald beyond oh my god that just made me think of something else we haven't gotten into to yet but continue saga emerald beyond okay so so originally i know okay i know what this is but yeah i don't have any thoughts it looks cool though
1: yeah yeah i look fine Uh, originally i i thought that maybe there was another game that popped you doom but uh, in fact i know it's actually this and that is of course the remastered uh tomb raider trilogy which i gotta say i really really like like the new art style because it looks new but retro i think it looks really good
0: It's it's perfect it's better than i could have ever imagined i yeah. I'm, I'm so excited i have wanted these games to be ported to consoles for soul because like they've been exclusive on consoles to the the ps1 generation and otherwise you can only get them on steam but so for the first time since the ps1 generation they're finally played on consoles and they're remastered and you can it's like master chief collection where you can switch between the old school and the new visuals and the new mm-hmm. visuals like you mentioned are perfect because like they look modern but they still have a lot of those aesthetics and those traits that makes the original art direction so charming and like they yeah. they kept it intact oh my i'm this is a day one buy for me i'm so excited um i can't wait to play through these games again
1: yeah this look cool you know i've I played the new tomb raider games and and they're good but yeah they're, they're a little bit too sullen a little bit too serious for me yeah and, and when i saw this i was like this looks very charming this looks like this looks like tomb raider like like I love like the Tomb Raider movies. Like I think those are great video game. Movies. Yeah, and those have like the same kind of vibe as like the the early games too, which I love. So yeah,
0: this looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I like the Metroidvania gameplay of like you know the the recent reboot trilogy, but like definitely I don't like the tone the tone of that at all. I think it takes itself way too seriously, especially because the stories are still like really goofy and over the top. But like mm-hmm. yeah, it just it's missing a lot of that charm from like those original titles. So I'm a hope I'm um, hoping in that with these remasters, it's a sign of things to come. I have two I have two thoughts. Um, one,
2: that's cool. I also kind of like I I like the new Tomb Raider. I think the new Tomb Raider is badass. I've always thought the er, er, older Tomb Raider was like too goofy and like cheesy for me. which, like that charm appeals. I I think the new I mean like it's it's a little egregious at times. I will I will admit it gets a little bit much with like how like. I'm watching uh, Tomb Raider lady, like, fall down a mountain and then get, like, bored <laughs> in the stomach by like, a log. I'm like, all right, that's a bit much. But, like, I, I kind of like the rough and tumble, like, it's the really grittiness of it. Um, that said, I think it's, I don't know, is there a term for this? But I think it's so fascinating, this the Angelinaization of of the Tomb Raider uh, of L- Lara Croft. Like, because I know, like, Angelina Jolie was cast as Lara Croft because she looks like Lara Croft, but now Lara Croft looks like Angelina Jolie. And is there like a is there like a term for that like where the character becomes so like tied to like a real person who portrays them that they their their appearance then becomes that person's appearance always? Cuz I feel like that's how like with the remake on those graphics, the old graphics look like the old graphics, but the new ad graphics look like they made her face look intentionally more like Angelina Jolie than she did at the time before I'm pretty sure she even played her unless that's- I'm mistaken. Is there a term for that? If, I don't know if there's
1: a term, but you know or what you're like, making me think of is it's that... It's
2: fascinating.
1: Do you remember when they they put that god-awful mod in the Spider-Man game to make him look like Tom Holland? That made me want to throw up.
0: Oh, God. That was so... No. No, that, w- that wasn't a mod. That was, like, that was in the remaster.
1: All right, yeah. So, I'm sorry, no, the, like, they made it official. Like, they, like, they took the perfectly fine Spider-Man and made him into that freak Tom Holland. But I, I will say... There's... I, like,
0: I like both faces. I don't mind them
1: there was uh, Laura Croft may have uh, let me back up Angelina Jolie may have looked like Laura Croft but man she was Laura Croft in like every like attitude yeah. wise like she was so right. awesome
2: in those movies I man. just th- I yeah. just think it's fascinating how it kind of like flips back on it, it. of yeah. other characters that are like that I'm sure there are like um, there's gotta
1: be
0: yeah it there's kind of reminded me I went to movies or whatever well, so here's the when I when I saw the new remastered graphics, the first game that came to my mind was uh, I think Angel of Darkness. That was the sixth Tomb Raider game on the PS2, which wow. did release along the same time as uh, as the Laura Croft or uh, the Angelina Jolie film. So That's maybe, so maybe you couldn't waterboard out of me, but go ahead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: like classic Tomb Raider. Like, what's... Hey, go ahead, man. That's hey. If you hey, you like hey. It, you like it. I'm not judging.
1: I've I've only ever played the new ones, and I and I like them a lot. I think that they're all good.
2: But I feel uh, like I've only played like the first yeah, one so. and then the most recent ones. Like I didn't I didn't sixth Tomb of Darkness. Did not play that. I'll well, play they that.
1: were they were just like I remember seeing reviews for them, like back in the day. Angel of Darkness. I remember was supposed to just be terrible. Like I, I feel Rose like I've never I've never seen like a Tomb Raider game come out that was supposed to be like really good because I was I. You know, I really oh, got never into mind. gaming. I, I
2: remember this. I remember this. Yeah yeah, 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 I
1: remember it coming out. Like, I got into gaming like after uh, the, the first couple Tomb Raiders. I think we're all we're like seriously there into so
2: gaming. many Tomb Raider games.
1: And I know it, A ton. it's. <laughs> I, so I was many. about to say an obscenity. I was what? about to say they're almost like Kirby, where each game is kind of like so not that many. great.
2: But. They were pumping them out for ninety six to two thousand three. They were pumping those bad Dude, It was out. they.
0: They were like COD style releases. Like you were getting them every year. <laughs>
2: 1996 i'm sorry i know this is like not even important but 1996 to 2008 there was a tomb a new tomb raider game every year except 2004 and 2005 that's crazy and maybe i'm sure some of these hey, are not super new but that's crazy to me uh
1: i just want to say if if hey, anyone listening to this podcast has not seen and both of the tomb raider movies are awesome actually if you've never seen them or you haven't seen them in a while do yourself a favor and, and watch them or re-watch them because they whip but they are so good uh, oh,
2: Underworld, I remember that one. Wow, I remember more of these than I thought I would. Just like core memories being unlocked.
1: All right, well let's let's talk about another unforgettable game that nobody could uh, forget, and that of course is Detective Pikachu returns.
2: How much meat is on this bone? <laughs> How much <laughs> can they do with with this concept of Pikachu talking and solving crimes? i, you know, I actually think crime. that
1: they could they could do a lot with it like yeah. you look at Ace Attorney like that's still going strong but I I own the first Detective Pikachu game and it's a fine game but it's it's very simple I think that they need to I don't know make it just a little bit more intricate and I, I do not get those vibes from this game and also uh, I, I think that Detective Pikachu is like a really quality like DS or, or 3DS game it, it's not something I would look at on like you know the, the quote unquote mm-hmm. big console and be like yeah I'm, I'm gonna buy that so, uh, yeah. Also, it seems like, where was this game when the movie came out? Like, I don't know. I, don't I, I feel like it could have <laughs> taken that long to develop. It's not like it looks like so impressive that it's just like, oh, yeah, they needed that extra time to add this polish Those to it. Those two
2: teams are not, they're not in, in connection with each other.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I get it, but Clearly. like, yeah, it's like, maybe let's do a little bit of tie-in here or something. I, I don't mm. know. I digress. It exists. That's all I have to add. It does exactly... You know, Detective Pikachu is a lot like me in a lot of ways. He drinks a lot of coffee. He's grumpy. Kind of, uh, you know, almost like my spirit animal a little bit. Um, Okay, this next one, I thought... there's more? I thought that I was (laughs) uh, tripping on acid when I saw this in the best way. And that was Trombone Champ. Man, I understand that this is not a new game, but I saw this and I was like, what galaxy am i in what am i watching right now this this kind of looks awesome in you know in its own way
0: yeah i mean it's, it's on switch uh... it definitely it, it definitely belongs on this system i love i i love how they're using the uh the uh, the oft forgotten uh f- uh backwards facing ir camera on the joy con so you can actually do like the the trombone movements like <laughs> absolutely wild but i i kind of love it
2: yeah. yeah, that's not how my acid trips have gone. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine that that's it how is. it would have to go. I, I'm but I think sure.
1: this would be, a, you know, this would be a good game to to play with a few Molson Canadians and, and uh, the Omega Metroid crew. That's a game and, you and,
2: break out at 3 a.m. Everyone's exactly. already super, super messed up. And yeah. you're like, all right, it's time <laughs> to subject <laughs> these poor people to <laughs> trombone hero. and uh, See which one of them hates me first.
1: All right, oh, so I'm gonna blitz through a few games here. We got our usual do. montage of games, which included Contra, which I thought was cool. Um, yep, Unicorn Overlord. Oh, continuous, yes. which actually looks pretty cool, but it continues the ridiculous RPG naming trend that was created by Octopath Traveler and continued by Triangle Strategy, and now we can add Unicorn Overlord to that name
2: or to that list. So Unicorn, that has to be one of the worst uh, game titles thing I've ever heard. I think, I think
1: Octopath Traveler was worse.
2: when I first oh, heard I, that, I don't I think like, it's a good Octopath Traveler is definitely bad, but this is also bad. This is also bad.
1: Uh, Not well, good. let me tell you about a, a title that I don't like, and that is Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Why they got to do that to that game? Why can't they just call it Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon?
0: Because they don't want
2: to I mean, remind
0: people that it already came out. I so <laughs> so it first <laughs> so first off in Europe it actually is called Luigi's Mansion too. It's just in North America where they gave yeah, it the a subtitle. Doesn't that doesn't matter. I'm personally I'm personally happy <laughs> just because it's consistent with 3 which is called that across all territories and I like consistency so it makes sense.
1: Well, I like subtitles rather than numbers as we all know and I wish they would have stuck with it. But uh whatever, that's a, that's okay. This is a this is a great game. I'm not going to buy it because I already own it on 3ds. But if you, if you game, skipped it, I'm not going to buy it. it well, I mean, like if you don't not, already not, own it I on know, 3ds, go get it because it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I have not played Luigi's Mansion 2, so I will be buying it. I probably. What? It's awesome. It, it's a, it's a, I,
2: I might get it. I, I like yeah. me some Luigi's Mansion, so I played it's, one
0: and three. Haven't played two yet. So guys, it's yeah. so good. You're gonna
1: you're gonna love it. Um. Yeah, if I didn't already own it, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. If you like
2: Luigi's Mansion, boy, do I have a game for you. (laughs) Hey, Luigi's Mansion 2. HD. Um,
1: Okay, the Nintendo Museum in Kyoto, that's pretty cool. Oh, hell uh, yeah. We got a bunch of Amiibo. Dax already pre-ordered his Sora Amiibo right now. I did. I pre-ordered it so
2: I can melt it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then the game, the new F-Zero game everybody was asking for, the Battle Royale F-Zero 99. I, I mean, listen, nobody... Nobody wanted a Battle Royale game, but it was kind of cool that there was F-Zero anything. And uh, and I think that everybody should download it, even if you have no intention of playing it, just so that Nintendo can see that it, uh, it got a lot of downloads. So, hey. This anybody, is anybody low-key...
0: I, I have, and I want to say this is low-key one of the best games I've played all year. This game is so good, and if you're not playing it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, I, too, like, I, I get why there's a lot of disappointment. I'm going to be real with you. I think most of the people that are disappointed have never played an F-Zero game in their lives, though. Like, let, like let's be real. Most of the people that are, like, freaking out online have never touched an F-Zero game. I digress, though. Regardless whether or not you've played an F-Zero game, I think what they've done here is terrific cuz i think i think one of the biggest problems with f0 is like it has an incredibly steep learning curve it's very hard especially the 3d f0 games like you know i mean the f0 gx is notoriously like one of the most difficult single player racing campaigns like probably of all time like it's it's absolutely ludicrous the 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 you know the skill gap that you need to traverse to get over there f 99 still has an incredibly deep learning curve, but they found a way to be able to ease newcomers in, but in a way that it doesn't introduce, like, some of the more random elements, like in a Mario Kart game, which I also like, but that doesn't really make sense for an F-Zero game, and I think they've done it in such a way, and they've given a reward system that makes coming back to this game so addicting, and so... Again, I know a lot of people are disappointed. You know, they you wanted at least a GX remaster, maybe a new game. And this is, you know, on the surface, it looks like, you know, SNES, but with 99 players. Give this game a shot, though, because I'm telling you, like, once you really experience this game, it is so much fun. You're not going to be sinking, like, hours of, of your day or your week week into this, but, like, it's definitely a good title to come back to, I think.
2: Yeah, I uh, have not played it, but I will try it out this week. I do plan yeah. on doing that. It, I, I think it's... It's a uh, it's a hard thing because I I hope that it does well for F Zero fans and I feel like it's almost kind of disingenuous for like Nintendo to put this out there and if they don't get the results they're expecting then they'll be like oh people don't want F Zero because it's like if you weren't watching the direct you might not even know about it it's you know it's not even a real new game and it's it's an online only thing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff that said I think it's a really smart way to bring back F Zero I feel like to me what is what I love about racing games is racing other people a lot of the time and f-zero doesn't really have that component you're always racing against the computer so this i think this is the first correct me if i'm wrong it's the first f-zero game that has any kind of multiplayer at all online i'm pretty sure yep. i think yep. i think i think i think the
0: gamecube once had like split screen no local technically, local
1: so, but not online so no, technically not online. i'm
0: saying local yeah. so technically F Zero X on the NSO app, you can play with your friends online. But I'm not going to count okay, okay. that because but that's not still not the original with releases. Yeah, so like this is
2: like yep. an, the first new release, kind of. Though that's also being generous with with multiplayer. I feel like the F Zero concept is makes so much sense for multiplayer. And then I yeah. I think I think it looks like a lot of like chaotic fun. Like it looks like it, they could have easily just put out a remake and be like, yeah, you can race with eight of your friends. I think this is like it's chaos, it's nonsense, it's a it's like straight up gaming. Really cool. Um, I'm gonna have to try it out. I, I I'm I'm a sucker for battle royales. It's it's not really a battle royale, but like it's it's just you know fun, a lot of chaos same. and a yeah. lot of, I I, think I mean you're well there, it, there isn't a knockout like there is some knockout, but not. It's not like it
0: doesn't go to one. It's like you know yeah. If there's only a few laps there might cool. there might be so there was a data mine and they it seems that they are going to add something called a survival mode which that's we don't what know I what that thought means it was going to be that's i assume yeah, yeah. so you take a lot of damage mode. in f-zero i was well, like okay, i thought cool. it was going to
2: be like okay the last five people on this lap are eliminated the yeah, next five are eliminated the next five are eliminated until it gets down to one rate that's what i thought it was going to be which i feel like okay that'd probably take forever but like I feel like you got to add that because, like, I like how it is now. It's crazy. Like, okay, you end up with a few knockouts, but more or less you have the same amount of people the entire race. It'd be really cool if, like, you had like a 20 or 30 lap race and to see who could last the longest. Like, that is what I thought it was going to be. I hope they add that. I still like what they added, but I think that's like a natural progression. They got to put that in there.
1: Um, I will say uh, I I agree with everything that you just said, Dak. I mostly agree with what you said, Doom, but I do. I, I do think it's uh I I think it's disingenuous to say that people didn't like this because they haven't played F0. I think they probably didn't like it because they have played F0 because as Dak mm. I mean correctly says like F0 isn't really like a you know a, like a party game. Like it's it's like the soul caliber of of racing franchises, right? Like it's it's about technique and it's about a lot of stuff which doesn't necessarily on the surface at least anyways translate to F099 I'm not saying you know it does or doesn't in the actual practice of the game but you know I I can see I can see why some people might have been upset but I mean for me I'm just like if there's F0 anything that's a W like that's that's a good thing um so I'm at, yeah, yeah people
0: yeah, were like cool. com- well cuz like people were comparing this to like Federation force and it's like this is absolutely no, no, nowhere no, no, near no, this no, is no. nowhere near No if like if anything like I can understand I can understand wanting something else, but at the same time, I think this is still like a rel, at least a relatively exciting announcement. I, I don't, yeah, I don't consider 100%. this. Whereas Federation Force, you know, regardless what your thoughts on the game now are, like when that game was announced, that was just like a smack in the face. It felt like.
2: I do think that Doom is right though. That a lot of people who talk about F Zero Online have not, or do not actually play f-zero i'm just i'm just saying because there, for the amount of so, units and copies that f-zero sold 20 years ago there are just a few too many people online talking about it is all is all i'm is all i'm gonna say you could rake me over the coals C- for that kinda, one but like
1: well i, I don't know no because no, like, that's i, I agree from, yeah
0: Kind of going back to Prince Prince of Persia for a moment, then we can get back on the direct talk. But I feel like something similar happened there, where when that game was, you know, the um, I can't remember what it's called, but the the game that's about to come out when that was announced, people were like all salty, like, oh, why is it 2D? Where's our Where's our Sands of Time remake? I want to know how many people complaining have actually played, not just Sands of Time, but any Prince of Persia game. I will before I will say that, that more that. people probably <laughs> played Sands of Time than they
2: have an F Zero game. Oh, I, so I agree. Would, yeah, I, would, I would give them more of the benefit of the doubt. Like I feel like X- I feel like a lot of people have played Prince of Persia at least one part of their time. Or I mean, especially when the Jake Gyllenhaal movie came out. I mean, come on, yeah, that inspired me to get a little Prince of Persia yeah. half-hour session. in. come on,
1: I, I will say, um, by the way, that Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia movie not as bad as
2: everybody says. Uh, not it's, great, it's, but it's, it's it's not not bad. my favorite Gyllenhaal movie.
1: No, definitely
2: but not. But not, but not. It's but not it's awful. certainly near the bottom, but it's, it's certainly near the bottom. I, I do
1: think, to your point though, though Dak, there there probably is a, a bunch of people that you know, either through reputation or from Smash or whatever, have heard about uh, F-Zero and and want to play a new F-Zero game. And because the old, the you know, the other ones are so difficult to come by, or at least they were before NSO, I think that that might be something with that, You know, I kind of, I threw this out there on Discord. I think they should do like a Star Fox Assault style F-Zero game where like you can... You can jump out of your car, you're Captain Falcon, you're Falcon punching people, you're hunting bounties, and it's like an, yeah. an action adventure with like a little bit of racing maybe in between like here to there to a different city. That would be awesome. I think more people know I Captain pitch- Falcon than F-Zero.
0: I pitched what I think is a pretty cool idea as well in our our Discord, where it's basically like a hybrid between like a Grand Theft Auto game and like a Burnout Paradise, which is an open world racing game. And I feel like you could combine those two elements together to create like a really cool like racing kind of action bounty hunting kind of game. Yeah, I feel like it's just super simple, like. During the day you
2: do races during the night you get out of your car and you punch people in the face around the city like how would be like, awesome it's so, so yeah. simple it's and like, so easy
1: you could finally like have uh like a falcon versus goro like actual fight which it always feels like it should be but it never is because they're in like their cars and stuff. I, I think it would be awesome anyways I digress um okay let's let's zip through the rest here uh, I was pretty excited after this f0 announcement and like I, it just grinded to a halt for me because we had like it felt like 30 minutes of league of legend game announcements afterwards. And I was sitting in my chair and listen, I'm sure they're fine games if you're into it, but they're, they're just not for me. So I was like melting and just being like, uh, Oh God, league of, Le- okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this. I hope you don't.
2: Uh, yeah, I remember, um, Riot Like I, like league of Legends IP one game being announced or whatever. I might've looked away at this point. Uh,
1: there was definitely two. <laughs> I'm more not gonna than lie. One. Yeah,
2: I looked. I looked away. Uh,
1: WarioWare came next, and I'm not a. I'm not a WarioWare guy. You know, i i tried I tried the first one on NSO again, but I just I don't like them like at all. They're too juvenile for me. They feel like a poor man's Mario Party. I'm not excited. No,
0: no, 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 no. Nothing nah, like nah, Mario nah. Party. What? I don't nah, know. Nah, I, nah, that, that, for is, di-
2: that is disrespectful to WarioWare. That is crazy. There's such <laughs> a huge difference mario party is like it's like monopoly it's like a long game you simmer you soak in it and warrior is bam 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 like just get right into the action there you know yeah. it's it's such a complete it's like a it's like you have like a second to like see what's on your screen and try to like figure out what's going to happen mario party like you can take your time you can really like the 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 most i feel like opposite of mini game style games i can think of i'm also a yeah. huge. Huge fan of WarioWare smooth moves for the Wii back in the day. Yes. For my favorite games. And um, so I can't say no to WarioWare. I always I, I think WarioWare is always a good load amount of fun. I know and, that a seems pretty pretty to be a spiritual successor.
1: Mm. I'm just yeah, it I'm is
2: just uh it, I, I can't tell a lie. You need I'm to have some not, fun, Andy. I'm not. I'm not a
1: WarioWare <laughs> <laughs> guy. It's just like there's it's more all, to life. It's all fart jokes and like weird characters. It's like man, yes, where exactly? Where is yeah, Wario yeah, that's Wario. Wario. <laughs> but like, I feel like I just want like Wario Land Four with Captain Syrup and like it's cool hats and stuff. I, I, I agree. I want. I
0: want. I want Wario Land as well. Shake it by the way on the Wii is a really sick title. If anyone has played what that, what I
2: really want is Wario Land Five or Six or whatever, but with WarioWare characters. I do not care uh, i played wario land back in the day do not care about the characters from wario land games characters. there's like there. two characters if that but yeah put take the wario wear characters and put them in the wario land game and have them have all different abilities and uh, again free ideas nintendo come on these put waluigi games. in a wario game already no, nintendo do you cowards don't do that <laughs> Wario, I would think Waluigi would be better to have his own game. Actually, the fact I, I that Waluigi like i am down for that too. The fact I'm down that, for that Waluigi too. does not have his own game, I think at this point, is just surprising to me.
1: Oh, wait till wait till the sequel to Mario Bros. When Wario and Waluigi show up, then he's getting his own nah, game. there's no Waluigi way Showtime in the movie. Maybe there's the no third. Way. Danny
2: DeVito voices Waluigi. Let's go.
1: Um. Okay, so we got Day of the Diver. You're diving and catching things or whatever. Uh, I thought
2: that looked cool. Actually, I thought it, like it's like you dive into the water. To get the food that you then serve to people in the restaurant, oh, that was a neat yeah. concept. Look, I, I thought I, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty. That's pretty cool. I like that. It was a nice little little yeah. ingenuity there. I met. Th- I also am pretty sure it's already available. Yes. On I'm stuff that's not sure the Switch. Is. So yeah. I, w- which is I don't know why I'd even think that. Of course it is. Any good game is. So I was just like, well, you know, I will take a look. And by, you know, I was going to do that. I mean, I'm going to do that right now on steam dave the diver i'll oh. wait until it goes on sale but it looks dope <laughs>
1: okay there you go we got uh
2: we got more among us they had like this
1: super long trailer for among us i thought this game seems like it's dead and buried to me i'm sure it's not but like you okay know.
2: well andy you are not a 12 year old child so yeah
1: yeah that's
0: true it is not for you it, it is true. for the youth yep
1: um and then we got to our be last... it was i'm sorry go ahead
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say, I was just, I was, with the kind of the production quality of the trailer, I was expecting a more substantial announcement than just a new map. But, anyways, I digress. Go on. Hey, they're having fun with it. They're being creative.
1: Uh, the final Mario Kart booster pass, I, I think it's fair to say it limped its way out instead of like went out with a bang. I I felt like kind of. Diddy Kong?
2: Funky Kong? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's,
0: yeah, pretty cool. Well, pretty uh, well to cool. be fair, I don't really think, because you're not really a Mario Kart guy, so I don't really think you're the target audience for like. All, all this stuff but like um i, like, I, don't I don't enjoy know, mario, I'm a mario kart enjoy so mario happens, but i'm
1: not just like oh my god not turn circuit from the game boy like that's that's not me but uh i i, I yes. this is my thing with mario kart i feel like at this point it's like it's like mario kart needs to do like what smashes do like like hey you can play as samus now and here's a brinstar stage or you can play as uh, uh what does I don't it know. need to do I, I like I, I think that's it. Like it almost I think it needs to kind of slowly transition towards Nintendo Kart, and then that's gonna hook me. But like Mario Kart, like it's like oh yeah, you can play as Peachette. Who is Peachette?
2: I have no I idea. Said the same thing. I was like, who is Peachette? <laughs> who is that? And then I was told that it's literally Toadette wearing a peach crown that makes her look like Peach. Which I just feel like the connotations of that are It was the originator of the Balzette memes from way back in the day. <laughs> that I figured out. That I figured out. But I was like, it's such a weird concept that your power up would turn you into mm-hmm. a human woman. <laughs> it's
0: so weird. It's weird. Like Is there a Marioette? So so I'm kind of mixed on, on this. So on one hand, I mean Daisy Circuit, it's a cool track. Not what I would have picked personally, especially for like the final wave, but it's there. It is what it is. The care the characters I think are really interesting because there is only two mm-hmm. slots left currently on the uh, character roster for what's going to be added. Two question marks. We're and so about Smash after the pros now, who cares? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going. We're going. <laughs> it's Grinchlick, It's, Grinch it's, it's, League, like, it's Grinch two. <laughs> like the thing Hold about on. it is... I was to just go, gonna yeah, say continue. like,
1: like in, in and I was kind of saying like the reason I feel very ho hum about this is is because like I feel like Mario Kart was kind of moving in that nintendo card direction like they had isabelle they had link they had splatoon like they had playable characters from other franchises and i was like okay this is awesome this is what i want mm. and then it's just like oh yeah now you can play as uh as as chain chomp and it's like whoa 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 oh, okay whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: that yeah, would that right. would be awesome yeah, and that, yeah, actually, I, that
1: actually I, would be kind of cool. give but me like-
2: <laughs> but here's the thing is that like they put in the big franchises bro Zelda, Splatoon, Animal Crossing. What else is there? That's it. Yeah, but I mean, like, even, Those are the money makers. Those, that's it.
1: But look at, look at what Smash has done for some of those smaller... I mean, look at what it did for Fire Emblem.
2: Like, maybe it can have some measure
1: of... I mean, and I'm not saying that you need to make it, like, a same roster, like, you know, like, uh, like Smash Bros, but, like, I think it's just because, like, like, when eh. you put
2: a new character in a kart racing game, it doesn't, like... You're essentially changing your avatar, unless you're looking at different weight classes. It doesn't, like... Look, because, like, Mario Kart, it's, like, okay it's like, I don't get excited when, you know, Reebok or whoever puts out a new, like, stylish basketball or soccer ball. But I'm excited to play basketball or soccer anytime I have the chance. Mario Kart is like, I love playing Mario Kart. You know, I don't know why I said Reebok. I don't know who makes uh, basketballs. But like, um, Reebok like basketballs. Reebok does not make basketballs. I don't know why I said that. That was awful. But anyway, like, like, I'm not excited about the, but like, when I play those games, like, i always have a good time mario Kart's like i'm not excited about the new characters coming out but i'm always going to be happy to have fun playing mario kart so it's like it's one of those things where i might get it to well, like yes get the dlc to have the, the full game but i'm not the like oh that's crazy
1: the inference though is that like for example if you get the sam's character you also get like a Samus track i guess is what i'm, mm-hmm. I'm more so saying because like
0: you got the link track you got, more you got the that, animal yeah.
1: crossing track you got the split there's a splatoon
2: track right
0: no, uh, it's a, it's a battle mode stage, not a track.
1: Oh, well, well, like you get something though. Is my point? Like that's that's yeah. from another. That would be universe. cool.
0: Yeah, I
2: guess I guess you're right. That would that would get me my,
0: more inclined to be like, my oh, thing yeah, let's with, try it out. My thing with Mario Kart transitioning into a Smash Kart would be, I'm kind of indifferent whether or not it does that. I would hope that if it does, that's not like the big selling point of the game. Because if that is, that would that would disappoint me. Like I would want a bit more than just that personally. I would want like mechanically, mechanically, what separates this that, you know, we couldn't do in eight before, you know, is there like, you know, is there like a single player mode kind of like Diddy Kong racing? Is there, you know, some sort of mechanic oh God, that goes space for Mario Kart would be, yeah. sick. <laughs> I want See, that. you know, is there, it's funny, you is say there that. some sort of racing mechanic that goes like past even anti-gravity? Like it, like I, yeah. I want something, something new that like fundamentally like that. changes the races. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you guys say that
1: because I would be perfectly content if they were like, here's Nintendo Kart and it was like literally Mario Kart, but it's like a Metroid stage with a Fire Emblem stage with a Xenoblade, like whatever stage, right? Like I'd be like, yeah. great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart needs to do Mario Kart 99. I want 99 carts on the track now. And the game runs at five FPS. That's what I want. <laughs>
1: you know what's funny? Which One, uh, F- one frame per cart. They got all these ridiculous Mario Kart characters and no Paper Mario in this game, which is strange. And of course, this is how the direct ends. Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. I so I have I have some thoughts I know that everybody's excited and so am I but I'm not I'm not gonna get it yeah I'm not gonna get it oh but 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 but, I'm not gonna get it because during COVID um I had some time off and I was like you know what I'm gonna do in my like months where like nothing was open I was like I'm gonna rebuild my GameCube collection so I got Thousand Year Door and which by the way I'm glad that this remake is coming out now because now maybe the price on the GameCube game will come plummeting down but I got Thousand Year Door, played it. Uh, great game, amazing, and and I just feel like I don't want to pay full price to play the same game again. And 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 frankly, as as amazing as this game is, like it, it Paper Mario's art style is such that like it still looks incredible on the GameCube, and like the. I'm sure that they up-res bitted the, you know the. Uh, oh, bro! The, it looks uh,
0: beautiful on the Switch, though. Yeah, I they they, they remade it. They remade all the visuals. They rebuilt they, it from the, the ground up. The color
1: pops. They to look me, so it nice didn't and look bright. so much better that I was just like, "Wow, this is like like it, they, When I saw it, I, I like when I saw Metro Prime remastered, I was like, "Holy cow!" That's when fair. I saw Paper Mario, I was just like, "Yeah, looks
2: looks great." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's because Paper Mario stylized, like you said, right. it's not going to have as big of a of a jump. Um. Yeah, I was, this was, I mean, Paper Mario A Thousand Year Door is one of my favorite games of all time. I would play it on the way to hockey tournaments in the van, in the minivan, like I've played it so many times. Um, I will definitely, I will agree, like the, the visuals look really, really, really nice, but it wasn't like, whoa, like it's not like Mario looked like like real, you know, um, but <laughs> it looked very nice and I was like, wow, I was very impressed how, how well it looked. But it's more so like, oh, I'll get to play Mario on the go now. It was kind of like my thing. And I haven't yeah. I haven't gotten a Steam deck yet and I could just emulate it or whatever. Um, if it didn't look as substantially nicer and didn't have that portability factor, yeah, I would agree because I still think the best way to play it is on emulator because you can fast forward during the walking sections and early parts of the game that I've played already dozens of times. So I love playing it on emulator because it's great because I can just fast forward. But I will take losing that to have it look beautiful and I mean, I even love how in the like they they change they update a little things like in the uh, the glitz pit, the, the little intercom thing that you talk to um the dude and, and whoever in that and like and Rockhawk and all of them and like the manager and the assistant through that intercom. It used to kind of look like a Game Boy Advance. Now it's an actual Game Boy Advance, like little things like that are really cool and fun. Um I think it looks awesome. I'm really excited for it. Thousand I'm really excited for people to play the game for the first time. Because that's a real Paper Mario RPG experience. I love it. It's a fantastic game. It's so well written. It's a lot of fun. It's it's quirky. It's I love seeing Mario in like a completely yeah. different, removed world with new characters and and except Bowser and Peach. Like yeah, great game. I uh, was really happy about that, and that made the direct for me. That was it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm uh... very happy that this game is coming out for Paper Mario fans. I know Paper Mario fans have been begging for this for a long time. Y'all finally got your wish. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, like you know, like we said, you know, I'm not really an RPG guy, and I don't know why Super Mario RPG was the one game, that grabbed man. me. You, would, oh, I don't know why Super Mario RPG game. is the one that grabbed me, and not necessarily this one. I might give it, I might give it a shot, but I don't know. I don't Super know. We'll Mario was, uh, you got man, you. If, if you never played it, I, I
1: very much recommend playing it. I, me me sure. personally, like I, I bought it for like hundred bucks <laughs> for the GameCube, so I'm not gonna like rebuy it. But if I hadn't, I'd be all over this because. Thousand Year so Door fun. is such a quality. Not even RPG. It's, it's like one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games of the GameCube era. Yeah, it's, it's so one of my good. favorite
2: Nintendo games. Period. It's like it. It's a full package game. The gameplay is a lot of fun. It has. Re, re, I think it has replayability because it's just yeah. such a fun game to play. Personally, for me, it's because I love getting that the story and characters. It's such oh, a well written game, and everyone's so fun. Like it's funny, and 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 it's emotional, and it's got it, like
1: classic like, storytelling tropes. Like remember, you know that level where you're, where you're on the train and you gotta like it's like, oh, like a little murder miss. That's so good. Yeah, it's like, so yeah,
2: good. It, it, yeah. It's I love I, the Glitz Pit is one are my favorite ones. Yeah. I mean, the it, yeah, it really I,
1: it's it's an exceptional game. It's a like,
2: really really good like
0: game. It. I highly 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 recommend it. Yeah. I'm sure it is, but on the surface, as someone who's never played a Paper Mario game, I'm watching it and it's like, yeah, that that looks like a Paper Mario game. Which, and and again, I know, I know that it's a lot more than that. I know if I actually played all these games and analyzed them, they're they're vastly different. But just on the surface, as someone who's never played any of these, you know what? it looks like another Paper Mario. Go game.
1: go play Paper Mario on NSO. I actually played it a couple months ago, and the first Paper Mario is awesome. And yeah, uh, very this very good. Is, this is well. like a souped up version of Paper Mario. Um better story, it's, better like you know, it's probably much better. Too. Yeah, it's it's really I,
2: I, I think it's one of those things where you can definitely say either one is the really is like better. Yeah. Like they're both very, very, very good games. I just think Thousand Door just a little just
1: I, I agree. Just, it's a little
2: better. It just goes over the edge. It's great. Uh
1: okay, that was a direct. It's fine. It's Can't believe we direct. talked
2: about it that long.
1: Yeah. It was it was the direct of all time. It was certainly a direct. So there we go. Um, well, okay. So, what we're gonna do next week is we're doing some fan q a So, we want you, the listener, to give us some questions. We'll have a uh, a post over on Twitter. Well, of course, you can ask us in our Discord. We have a dedicated channel for that. We've already got a few good ones coming in. So, uh, we we want to encourage everybody to uh, to feed us those questions. We're gonna be talking about Metroid Prime Four in the couple and in, in the coming weeks about what that game needs to do to succeed. And uh, we're gonna be doing a a new sub-series diving into some of the lore of Metroid, which we kind of done here and there, but uh, you know, let we're gonna we're gonna do a deep, deep we're gonna dive. do it
2: more, yeah, more, more, more lore. lore. So there we more go. Um, That's okay. the name of the uh, the series should be. Can we can we call it that? Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's all one word, more lore. More <laughs> <I, I, what laughs> Metroid, more lore. There we go. Um,
1: lore, okay, uh, more. Well, that is going to do it for us. Uh, we hope that you guys uh, enjoyed the direct and, and found something that you were looking forward to. Give us those questions. Let us know over on Discord. Let us know over on Twitter. Uh, of course, you can do that at Omega Metroid Pod. You can check us out while you're there as well. I'm at Spiteri316. Dak is at Dak City underscore. Doom is at Doominal Crossing. Check out OmegaMetroid.com. And, uh, you know... Give us uh, you know, hit us up. We have a lot of new walkthroughs over there, including Zero Mission, including uh, Echoes, and I'm what halfway down Corruption right now, so that'll be coming soon. Lots of lots of cool stuff going on over there. Uh, we're on Patreon. We got our theme song available at Bandcamp. We got we got so much stuff going on. You can you can find where where everything is over at OmegaMetro.com, uh, and check us out wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, recommend us to that Metroid fan in your life, and that, my friends, is gonna do it for us. But uh, drop us a question for next week and we'll answer it then. Uh, Take care, everybody.